Welcome to another edition of the Bones of Advertising. I'm Craig McLeod, and this guy here is John Douglas, and I'm feeling thirsty. I was about to say, (laughs) you look like a man who could do with a drink. Yeah, I am in need of something that's amber, that's crisp, and it makes a little sound when you take the top off. Oh. Oh. Hey, um, have you been doing a bit of research? Have you been doing a bit of research? Well, I've been doing a lot of research. If you call research t- tipping them in, yeah, I've been researching for a long time. I actually had to pull myself up last week post-lockdown and just go, enough is yeah. enough, mm-hmm. no more. And I must say I'm feeling far better. Four yeah. days off, I'm feeling brand new, almost six foot five again. Oh, six foot five. Well, well done. Now, let me... Five. um. Let I'm me only six foot three, but almost six foot five. While I can see myself there, it looks like I'm a bit dishevelled. That's only because I'm. Uh, I don't want to look as though I've been doing too much research myself. I want to make myself look a bit nicer for the. Uh, thank you very much. Um, well, JD, have you got a bone for us to pick over today? We've been talking around it. What is the bone today? I think we. I think we talk beer. Like let's talk beer ads. Like this. This is beer ads. This is one of the great. Um, categories in uh, in advertising. What about, J.D., where are we going to start? Let's go back in time a little bit to, a matter of fact, I got it now. Yes, yes. One of the absolute all-time favourites. That is a ripper. That is, and that is recognised, I think, around the world as one of the world's great beer campaigns. B.B., yeah. And, and why they ever went away from it, to come back to it, like, the, when the rest of the world was, when the rest of the beer market was sort of going, was plateauing and sort of going down like that, BB was, you know, plateauing, but plateauing like it wasn't. But we because it wasn't, because it wasn't growing, the the buddy brains in at Carlton United Brewery went, oh, we need to change the marketing, <laughs> and that's and that's when everyone in Australia went, you're a fucking idiot, and and they, <laughs> and they turned. And they quickly turned it around and brought back a voice that sounded a little bit like John Millions. But this this ad, let's play this. You can get it riding. You can get it sliding. You can feel it coming on about four. A hard-earned thirst needs a big cold beer. And the best cold beer is Beck. You can get it in a hole or up a pole. You can get it doing nothing at all. A hard-earned thirst needs a big cold beer. And the best cold beer is Vic. A long cold Vic. You can get it walking. You can get it talking. You can get it working a plow. Matter of fact, I got it now. A hard-earned thirst needs a big cold beer. And the best cold beer is Vic. Victoria Bitter. Isn't that just like dun 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 You can get it working. You can get it sliding. You can. Matter of fact, I got it now. Like it's cold thirst needs a big cold beer. And the best cold beer is Vic. Victoria bitter. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So this is one of the this is one of the classic beer motifs, is that it's a reward for a hard day's work. Like you've done a bit of you've done a bit of hard work. 
Yeah. Let's have a beer. Like it's a really and it's a and it's a it gave people permission to have a beer. Like, yeah. you know, you want a beer? Have the best beer. Have a cold Close beer. Close on the lawn first and then have a beer. Play a game of footy, have a beer. Indeed. Do something tough and strong, then have a beer. Have a manly beer. Have a beer that's manly. Yep. Yep. This beer then, is man food. Yep. And that is like so that is one of the that's one of the classic motifs in in beer advertising yeah. and if you look at if you look at most beer uh uh i always like this uh the great ted horton um uh used to say if you look at the if you look at the beer shelf in any pub there's there's 20 beers you can buy but only one that you could that you had to earn and that was, was a big that was the vb so it was like this is the one that you earn and that was there's always a sense of no i've I've done a bit of hard work and you know, feel like a beer, I'll get a VB. Um, nice. the, the, other, the other great motif is tradition. Like you go back into the history of the, yes, you're thinking exactly what I'm thinking. The hairy-legged monster. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not talking spiders from Mars either, no. no we're talking Clydesdales. This is, the, this is the, the ad that Budweiser ran after 9-11, so back in 2001, you know, 2000, earlier 2002. So Yeah. Oh, and as soon as you see, as soon as you see the Clydesdales, every beer drinker in America goes, "Oh, I feel, I feel a little bit, uh, feel like I can do with a bit of beer. Better have a beer because the the boys are out." Like, and they and they just do like they do. You know, the beer, the Clydesdales bringing in the spirit of Christmas. But what about the romance one where he has to? She gets taken away by her owner. The circus drags him away. Good luck, lover boy. Like, <laughs> so many of them. Like they've used it in so many different clever ways. They do, and and that's a that's a great brand motif. Yeah. But even uh, even Budweiser. So there's the the traditional market. Yeah, there's that oh, one. There. Really kind of old school America. Who's grown yeah. up with it? Who knows it? And then, <laughs> and then there's this. Hello. Hey, who? What's up? None B. Just watching the game, having a bud. So, but you? Nothing. Watching the game, having a bud. True. True. What's up? Yo, who's that? Yo, you pick up the phone. Hello? What's up? What's up? Yeah. Yo, where's Dookie? Yo, Dookie! Yo. What's up? 
What's up, B? Watching the game, having a bud. True. True. One of my absolute favorites. I still do it today, to this day. And I don't even know that it ran that much over here, did it? I don't remember even seeing it. No, I don't think it ran over here. I mean, it ran on ran on YouTube, but it never ran over here. I, love it. Just- I will still today with my mates do it from time to time. Just we're going to the footy or something and you see them, what? Yeah, yeah. Someone else will chime in, and then you know, like they'll picking up phones and someone on the doorbell. It's bloody brilliant! It's fantastic. And then they did a they did a follow up in a Japanese restaurant, and the guy the guy is eating. He's gone, ah, wasabi, <laughs> and his girlfriend's gone. What? And all of a sudden, the Japanese waiter's gone, wasabi, and the chef like wasabi. I haven't seen that one. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Look it up. It's fantastic. But so. There is this, there's the traditional part of, of Budweiser and then it was that, you know, yeah. we're going to go for a, a new market. market. Yeah. So look, go across the pond and you look at um, the traditions of uh, of beer marketing and I'm going to play a little piece here from, I think it's from the early 80s. I think it's like 1984 or something. Okay. It's for John Smith's. It may have been earlier, it may have been 78. Anyway, it's so forgive the quality of this ad, but it's just delightful. Like your new dog art, right? Here, boy. Down. Sit. Heel. Doesn't do much, does he? Fancy a drop of John Smith's. Needs the right motivation. John Smith's bitter, but tough act to follow. <laughs> Just needs a little motivation. <laughs> Just needs a little motivation. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, wow. And so, so they did that. John Smith's became that um, delightful. Like they started using humour in their ads. Um, they were still not like you know the the biggest brewery in. England, but they were like for a from a for a country that had like bucket loads of breweries all over the place, like and beer um, coming from everywhere. Yeah, yeah. They they held their own. And then they went back to their roots. So you again you look at you look at the history, there's always a story in the history of a brand if you can dig and if the story is interesting enough, you can turn it into something entertaining and impactful. Go back and watch the buddy burn back piece again. But like Where's the impact? Does it matter? Is it relevant? You know, what is it? Why should it matter? And so, and so John Smith, <laughs> Peter Kay, who is quite possibly one of the most, is one of the funniest, but quite just a little, he's a little naughty and he's a little offensive and he's a little, you know, he's delightful. But this is back when um, uh, they weren't quite as politically sensitive as uh, as. Perhaps they are today. It was a political correctness required. You could pretty much ask about with almost anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they they ran a whole series of them, but this is this is my favourite. This is um, this is they ran this at Halloween. So here we go. You know what I mean? (laughs) Hey, hold on here. 
Hello, Sarah. It's babysitter. Yeah. What's up? Oh, put, okay, put her on. Hello, Brittany. It's Daddy. D you what? She's having nightmares. I bet the wardrobe monsters. Just... There's no such thing as wardrobe monsters. It's the burglars that breaking through the window. That's what you want to be worried about. Sweet dreams. She's, she's gone. Two more lambooners here. What? Oh. Well, there's no such thing as, as wardrobe monsters, love. <laughs> you just got to watch out for the burglars that are coming through the window. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, then that, no. then that, what? <laughs> what? You don't need to worry about anything. It's just the burglars in the window. Nothing. Indeed. Indeed. Oh, indeed. And then, um, so humour is the other, so there's, so there's like, there's uh, tradition, there's reward for hard work, and there's humour. And so Carlton United did a, they did the big beer ad, which is fantastic. Yeah. But the one that I liked out of the whole kind of when they were reinventing Carlton was Beer Chase, which to my mind is still like you can't drink and drive, but you can do this. Four Carlton drafts, thanks, mate. Barman goes, and <laughs> unbelievable, <laughs> so I, good. I just love. I think it's just ridiculous, but it's just a like it's everything that a funny beer ad should be. Did it make me want to be it? No, not really. But it made me think positively about Carlton. And if I was a Carlton drinker, I'd go, yeah, I'd be happy to be seen with a Carlton in my hand. So that's the the Probably other thing. The other thing about beer ads, about beer advertising, is it just reinforces the would I be ashamed to be seen with one of these in my hand at a pub? And so if you can do an ad that makes blokes laugh, and blokes can be bogans from anywhere, they can be, you know, bogans who live in Double Bay in Sydney, 
Yep. You know, will I be if I if I've got a I've got a glass with a Carlton United logo on it? Will I be embarrassed to be seen drinking out of that? No, I won't. And so that's what like beer advertising has to appeal to. So they look at that 50 percent of your market. If you know sixty percent of your market's drinking ninety percent of your product, just talk to them, target them. Yeah, yep, indeed. Yep. And then, and then, and then so you've got. You've got, as we as we've touched on, you've got tradition, you've got work, earn it, and then you've got humour, and then you, and then you've got Guinness. Like, <laughs> the surfing ad for Guinness is that where we're going? <laughs> it's just, it's, it's amazing. It is like seriously a work okay. of art. He waits. That's what he does. And I'll tell you what. Tick followed talk followed tick followed talk followed tick. Ahab says I don't care who you are, here's to your dream. The old sailors return to the bar. Here's to you, Ahab! And the fat drummer hit the beat with all his heart. waiting. It is a great piece of art. Yeah. Did it make me want to drink Guinness? No. Not as much as the other stuff we've seen from Guinness did, but creatively it was phenomenal. Oh, it was absolutely insane, and it made it made people like be seen with a Guinness in your hand, and it's much easier to tell when you've got a Guinness in your hand than when you've just got a beer. Like it's like yeah, it's the it's the blackness, mm. and it's and it's that whole Guinness have realised that the hardest thing to sell for. For people, is that beer? You can pour a beer in like two seconds. But if you're going to be drinking Guinness and you're drinking Guinness properly, you have to like it's it's like it's like television for drunks. Like you just it's, <laughs> it's that like television for drunks. You just you just you just look at the glass and you just watch the whole thing settle. And it's like uh, it's a magical mystery to it. It's beautiful. It is, and you got to pour it. Like you got to pour it right, and it's got that thing in the can. Like oh yeah. Forget about it. Love it. Yeah. Do you want to talk to me next about the best billboard we've ever seen for the worst beer in the world? <laughs> Can Probably. You about that? Probably the best beer in the world. I love that. I love that. It's like it's a claim we make. We <laughs> probably it's, it's probably mass produced shit, but it may be the greatest beer billboard of all time <laughs> if you're a beer drinker like Carlsberg probably Carl's- the best poster in the world is what they put on their advertising yeah <laughs> they have a tap where you can pull beers we'll show it right now we'll put it up <laughs> unbelievable 
brilliant. And the probably he's got the Carlsberg oh, yeah. probably on the G yeah. in the logo to, to get a bit, probably the best poster in the world. I love it. I thought it was just, I mean, it's brilliant. It's like when they it's do so that, brilliant. you know, Carlsberg doesn't do um, apartments, but if they were apartments, they'd probably be the best apartments in the world. It's like, like Carlsberg is a nice beer. Like it's not, it's not the worst beer in the world. I've overstated that, and I apologise to Carlsberg for saying that they're the worst beer in the world. But it's not the best beer. beer in the world. It's nowhere near the best beer in the world. It's mass produced. It's you know. Anyway, anyway, we digress. We do. <laughs> We digress, and we love it though. We love a digress. We love getting down the rabbit hole. I love the like. I love the Corona. Oh yeah, that, the summer thing. Love that, it. That from where you'd rather be. Oh, and that beautiful is, sunsets and the way it's yeah. all art directed, and it's this beautiful. Got this like hue of yellow over the top yeah. of it. It's just I want to be there. And you know what? I hate Corona. I don't know why, but I just hate it. No, I love. I hate the virus as well, but I hate Corona B. Mm. But it definitely makes me look at it and go, mm, need a beer. Yeah. Oh, it's the only it's the only beer poster I've ever seen yep. that made me look at it at eight o'clock in the morning and go, ooh, I could I could go a beer. Like I think we said that before recently. I do remember episode. But isn't that the whole isn't that one of the points of advertising is oh yeah, Come that reminds home. me. I better go to the pub. You know, hmm. like this. Like it reminds me of a holiday as well. I need to get on a holiday, and I'm going to drink beer while I'm on that holiday. That's yeah. what it also does. Like there was some, there was some great posters done. Um, uh, Coopers used to do really like fantastic posters. You know the the you know that Coopers R is that cloudy. It just says cloudy but fine. Like yep. you know, every cloud has a silver lining. Like they're just like they they, they, they were. Fantastic, but yep. this this Corona ad was just pretty, you know, magnificent. I love that. I love the the Guinness ads. Like we're talking about Guinness before, but those Guinness posters, like you know, the toucan and the alligator and that, like you know, they got Guinness for strength. It's like there's a bit of an overpromise. Just I'll just, I'll just throw my horse like <laughs> inside an alligator or a crocodile. <laughs> love it. So good. And the so then. Beer drinkers, beer, beer, beer people, beer like advertisers, beer advertisers. Like you suddenly start to think, oh, maybe maybe women drink beer as well. But what do you mean, men drink cocktails? <laughs> Not well. See, this is the this is the clever thing here. This is an ad. It is. Let's let's, let's play it. an ad so here's an ad that throughout it you just think like men drink cocktails yes men drink cocktails but if men drink cocktails what does that mean it means women drink beer it's okay for women to drink beer 
especially yep. our beer. <laughs> you know, it's like unbelievably good. And obviously, what they're trying to do is do that whole switcheroo. Yeah. But I think they do it fantastically well. Like, how often does the waiter come and just drop the glasses and keep going? And before you know it, you're like, oh no, that's yeah. yours, that's mine. But the way they do it's perfect. The lovely thing about the Heineken beer ad is they haven't said no. They haven't said this is a beer that is that has been made specifically for women. This is in a beer that we've adjusted so, so that it touches the specific part of the taste buds that you know None of that. women have. And it, it's like no, women drink beer. Like yeah, well, actually, men drink cocktails is what they say, which is even better. So yeah. smart. Yeah, yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. I thought it. I thought it was all fantastic. And there's so many. Like there's just oh. a. Just a huge amount of great. We could go on and on and yeah. on. But the, the the thing to remember, if you're playing out there at home, the thing to remember. You're playing along if, at home. If you're playing along at home. The key thing for beer advertising, as it is with most things that you, you see in public, is am I going to be, will I be proud to be saying with this in my hand? Yeah, what we're trying to say here is that I want what I see myself as as a brand to align with whatever this beer is portraying or selling. I want to connect. I want to know that this brand elevates my personal brand. I feel better because I've got this brand associated with me or this product associated yeah. with me. It elevates me. Yeah, yeah. That's and that is what that is what a great brand can do. Exactly. That is what they, that is why people eat. Sneakers bars more yep. than they eat more bars. Exactly is, right, mate. One hundred percent. And all of those ads we've seen today have all of those traditional elements we look for in advertising. You know the cues that we often refer to. You know that whether it's the voiceover of John Mellion is yep, yep. or whether yep. it's the green of VB or whether it's the bottle of of, of Heineken yep. or whether it's the, the label of Bud yep. or the G of Carlsberg you know, or the green of Carlsberg. Like it's all of these amazing cues that are woven into all these ads we're talking about yep. to help us remember them at a time when we're going to do something, whether yep. that's at 8 o'clock in the morning driving past the bloody corona billboard, whatever. But they're designed to make us remember them when we're ready to act. Indeed, indeed. The secret of advertising is in all beer ads. <sighs> Makes me thirsty. I think I may have to go. And- Speaking of which, let's go and have a beer, my boy. That's another edition of the Bones of Advertising. Don't go change it. I won't. Don't go change it. I'll see you next week. (laughs) Take care, mate. Cheers.